1: welcome to episode 40 of the terrible book club that's right we've read 40 terrible books so far and this one isn't helping us any more than anything else we've ever done i'm chris this is paris
0: hey what's up and uh, this
1: time ta- where are we uh i don't even really remember the title to be honest <laughs> with you so, so I, I don't know why i'm the one introducing it because like i just got to this second right here and i realized i don't remember the title hey chris yeah
0: That's why I have, like, a note sheet up sometimes, because uh, if I don't do that, I will forget the title of the book and the author somehow. Okay, Uh, well, save
1: me, then. So,
0: uh, this is episode 40, and this time we read The Angel Wore Fangs, the seventh book in A Deadly Angels series by Sandra Hill. (laughs) I still kind of fucked that up.
1: I don't Uh, know why they focus on the angel part when there's, like, a mishmash of, like, three different things that this book... You know how, like, usually in romance novels you have to, like, kind of pick and choose, oh, it's a vampire, oh, he's he's a mermaid, oh, he's an alien? Not That's not Sandra Hill's philosophy. Sandra says, you can have it all, baby. Oh, yeah. You can no, have I all, mean... any, whatever mixture you want. You want a, <laughs> a Viking vampire angel, well, here we are. That's what's well, happening yeah. in this book. I
0: mean and I mean, not just the protagonist. I mean, you can also have whatever villains you want. you know, you got Satan, you got Isis. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean it's it's all there. I, and this is not really this isn't an exaggeration, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> nope. uh, so this time, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the back of the book. Um, Actually, before I do that, I'm going to explain a little bit about what we do, uh, since I realize we haven't been doing that for the last almost four years. So um, uh, at the Terrible Book Club, Chris and I choose books that we think will be bad. So we're literally judging books by their cover or their summary um we take requests from people sometimes uh and we read them we read all of them this isn't a show where only one of us reads or where we only read a few pages we read the entirety of each book we choose both of us do um and then we talk about it we talk about whether it's bad or not um and most of the time we're right turns out you you can usually judge a book by its cover so anyway
1: with uh, with reasonable accuracy there's definitely been some surprises here but While we're on that subject, how about you read the summary on the back of this book and you can probably see if it's an accurate. We'll see how accurate the judgment is just from the summary.
0: All right. New York Times bestselling author Sandra Hill continues her sexy, deadly angel series as a Viking vangels. Otherworldly mission pairs him with a beautiful chef who whets his thousand year old appetite. Once guilty of the deadly sin of gluttony, thousand-year-old Viking vampire angel Núth Sigurdsson is now a lean, mean vampire devil fighting machine. His new side job? No biggie. Just ridding the world of a threat called ISIS while keeping the evil Lucipires demon vampires at bay. So when chef Andrea Stewart hires him to rescue her sister from a cult recruiting terrorists at a Montana dude ranch, Vangel turns cowboy. Yeah, The too tempting mortal insists on accompanying him, surprising Nut with her bravery at every turn. But with terrorists stalking the ranch in demonoid form, Nut teletransports Andrea and himself out of danger, accidentally into the 10th century Norse lands. Suddenly, they have to find their way back to the future to save her family and the world and to satisfy their insatiable attraction.
1: All right. Well, a couple of things right off the bat here, Paris, about just pronunciation. Let's just not even talk about the content here. I just have a few. So Vangel or Vangel or Vangel. I think, I think it's Vangel. Va- vangel's probably it, but I, the, most of the time I was reading it because it's just V Angel. So I just thought Vangel as in an angel that lives in a van down by the river, <laughs> perhaps.
0: You know, the Homeless Vampire Angel series would have been, like, way more effective for me.
1: Also, is, okay, another key question here while we're on this. Is the V for vampire or for Viking? Because he's both, and I don't really know which one gets the privilege of being the V here. Which is the more important one, the uh, Viking or the vampire part?
0: Yeah, I guess, I guess it should be a oh, a Wangel, so you get the, the, and the V. <laughs> yeah, double V, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, so... that's totally <laughs>
1: I was thinking maybe, like, try to portmanteau the whole thing together to, like, v- Vampangel. Or, yeah,
0: or, yeah. Or, or just never write this fucking book or come up yeah, with this fucking also, concept. Why
1: would awful. you throw Vikings in... That's what I mean about this book, man. Like, Sandra wants you to have it all. I was trying to think of, like, other combinations that might work for, you know, if... Why don't we just get all the things together? How about, like... All right, hear me out. Okay. Uh, werewolf, pirate, alien.
0: Yeah, great. I mean, I mean, there's already... Actually, that already, exa- okay, so not in book form, but in, all right, so there's this band called uh, the Lord Weird Slough or Slough If you're into like heavier music, you might know them. Uh, and They have an, uh, an episode, <laughs> they have an album called Traveler. It's one of my favorites. And that whole album is based on a uh, an old role-playing game by the same name uh, where a geneticist creates a race of... Um, human dog men on another planet so there you go uh that's okay, actually great not uh,
1: all right can you do that's... this one for me can you can you uh locate me a uh mermaid roman soldier buddhist monk i don't know Ooh. like
0: oh uh, yeah that's a that's a tougher one uh i don't know uh, but you know what sandra hill will probably write about it eventually because okay. uh, all uh, she does or, is write these fucking books
1: true uh last one then uh let's see if you um I mean, I'm just rolling the dice here. It's like a random table in my head. Like I'm just rolling a couple D sixes here. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um. Okay, mermaid. Van, okay, zombie. Um. Uh. Ninja. Aspect of Shiva.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Like an yeah, undead sorry.
1: ninja, like assassin, but also is part of like the Hindu religion or something.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't have anything for that. But surprisingly. You know, werewolf, pirate alien. That's a thing.
1: All right. Um, well, let's get back to Viking vampire angels, the, the very specific thing that we're looking at here. Uh, we're still talking about pronunciations here because uh, you said nut. I say knut.
0: Yeah, no, it's nut is how you say it. So the main character's name most unfortunately it's spelled spell it out spell it out for the us the main Paris. character's name is most unfortunately spelled c-n-u-t so <laughs> that is an actual name it's more commonly spelled with a k um and i and i really really feel like the author specifically spelled it with a c just so she could make a cunt joke early in the book so for the entire book i was just calling this guy cunt because it yep, was just too. Right, right it was there. just impossible like you see those four letters together and your brain goes cunt, oh fuck like you just yeah. it's over <laughs> and over again and i mean especially given you know the context of the book it was, uh, it was just yeah i don't know um uh, oh, oh before we move on uh just a shout out to my friend hillary she is the one who recommended this to us she found it in a bookstore took a picture of it sent it my way and uh i i mean chris and i couldn't resist it's just just the, amalgamation, the back and misery. of the
1: book alone was enough for us to get right on board. Cause we only just talked about like two of the weird words on there. mind. Yeah. lucipire, which is a really just lame way to, it could just be a demon. It like, it has fangs. It sucks blood. It doesn't have to be a vampire too. The, in fact, none of the vampire part of this had to be there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, first of all, I feel like this entire book didn't have to be there. It doesn't have to exist, but like, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's like, they could have been Viking angels and just plain old demons, and it kind of would have been a little more palatable that way. Like, I really feel like her, uh, her, the author's idea here of, like, just throwing in a pinch of everything was really put us off. I mean, that's why we read it, because we were like, why the fuck would you have a book with all of this shit in it? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, I mean, also, not that Viking angels are uh, that much more palatable, but somewhat.
1: Why does... The Archangel Michael turn angels into vampires and why do they specifically have to be Vikings if Michael doesn't like Vikings?
0: Dude that okay those are two of the many unanswered questions (laughs) from this book so apparently God needs this like legion of only Vikings to be turned into vampire angels so they can like fight evil in all at like in all periods of history so they, there was also time travel as we mentioned so uh you know they're they're like oh i don't know like the demons are trying to take over ancient rome and so they all like go there and they fight the demons in ancient rome and then they're like oh no we gotta go to like the middle ages and then they go to, like you know 1500 or whatever and they fight the demons there and so like i don't know that's that's their whole deal uh and they're headed by michael the archangel and he doesn't really like them but is their boss um he's just kind of like this weird petulant dad like when he shows up uh you he's know he's just he-
1: kind of an asshole of, like he's just mad upset he doesn't want to be anywhere and he doesn't like Vike he doesn't like vangels vangels whatever
0: yeah and i don't know and so there's like like we said, you know, they can only be vampires. So it's like, or they can only be, sorry, they can only be Vikings. Um, yeah. Get
1: your V's right, Paris. Jesus.
0: Sorry. this. Oh, oh I yeah. shouldn't
1: say that name. Oh, uh, maybe he, is he a vampire too? Angel? I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. <laughs> oh yeah. I think, uh, I think he is, uh, or I don't, I fucking don't remember. No, we drink his
1: blood, so he's, like, the <laughs> vampire host.
0: Yeah, but isn't Jesus, like, the original vampire? Like, isn't that a thing with old school goths? Like, that's why there's all these, like, crosses and, and motifs and what? goth stuff, because they think Jesus <laughs> is a vampire?
1: Yeah, Excuse isn't that I've not heard, no, I've not heard of this, no.
0: <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that that's a thing that, like... Like Jesus was
1: the first goth, is what you're saying?
0: <laughs> no, well, no, it's the first vampire that goths worship. Like that's like part of the whole like old school goth thing. You know, it is worshiping Jesus as like the first vampire and like how all vampires came to be. If I'm totally nuts, please somebody point me in the right direction. Lord I think
1: knows. you just met a weird goth in your childhood or something, and he was just trying to be Christian and goth at the same time.
0: No, I mean, Chris, think about it. Why then? Why are there so many? cross and like christian motifs and all gothic like fashion and literature and like design i mean
1: because gothic has to do with a certain design that was like part of like churches and stuff like that and the like the word today is kind of hand in hand with some of that stuff because they co-opted some of the like more baroque like gargoyle imagery into it but it's not really the same idea i would say
0: yeah i guess i guess that's true uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's the case, but uh, if someone wants anyway, to let me know that I'm wrong, that's fine, because Lord knows I've been wrong many times yeah. on this show. How
1: about we get back to vampire angel Viking uh, fucking here? Because guess what? This is a romance novel.
0: Yeah, and so, all right, and because it seemed so Christian, because it was like, oh, the Archangel Michael and God, and it, it talks a lot about how uh, the Norse pantheon of gods are like false and how you know the the one the one god is is the only one i was like oh okay this is going to be a clean book i don't have to worry about sex i'm just oh i'm just going to uh stretch and lean back <laughs> and read this book without any problems and then and then you know what happened
1: what happened paris
0: you you know when i when i realized that this, this i was not going to get my way
1: well what what's the moment that you figured it out
0: uh well it's uh it's when Mr. Nut, nuts. Um, that's, that's when that happens. Busts
1: bust a nut. Yeah, there's
0: uh, there's a creepy uh, masturbation scene that happens, uh, which okay. I, so let's set first the scene. Plus? Is that? A, uh, I think this is the first masturbation scene we've had to read. It might
1: be. Uh, let's set the scene here. You see, uh, <laughs> Nut has traveled back in inadvertently traveled back in time back to 18850 where he's from originally. Because this lady, Andrea, came to his, like, detective agency front, which I don't know why he has to have.
0: Dude, so again, okay, that's question three. Like, why does he need to have a front for a protection agency when... If
1: Yeah, if he's just working for Michael and he gets assignments from there, you don't have to have a front. You don't have to, like, launder money for God, right? Like, what... Or, oh my I mean, God, they, I- <laughs> they do, like, enjoy... Like earthly delight, like food. no Is there like used to be like super fat and huge, and he likes himself some food, so he has to have money to pay for that. I suppose. Well, that's but- that's the
0: other thing I don't get is that the vampires in this book still need food.
1: Yeah, the blood isn't like, really anything. Like I, uh... the only time the vampire thing happens is like when he can like sexually lick his fangs and then bite <laughs> her. Sometimes, yeah, not that and- he needs to.
0: Yeah, and and also like doesn't end up turning her into a vampire, and like. They they talk about <clears throat> this fake blood supplement called Faco. Like, why <laughs> isn't it called? I can't believe it's not blood. Like, why? Yeah, why is it not called that? Why is it not called anything else? Like, I know.
1: I oh. I realized why it's called Faco though, because O is the universal donor blood type. So oh, fake okay.
0: O. Okay. I I thought it was unimaginative, but I think okay. All right. I was a little. bit It wrong, is still pretty still.
1: unimaginative.
0: I can't believe it's not blood. Is way better. I just wish that she I would agree. have gone with that. Um. <laughs> So yeah, so we have this this creepy ass scene where the well, male I didn't p-
1: properly set the scene. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Winding sorry. up to it, I just said that the, uh Nut has this like front agency that he just, it's just literally like a chair and a desk in an old place that doesn't look like anything. Somehow, this lady Andrea hears of it, and her sister Seeley has run off with a man and, like, gotten involved in some ISIS stuff because she's, like, posting to Instagram in a burqa, I guess, and her family's super worried <laughs> yeah. about her. But they treat it like it's just her goth phase. They're not, like, that yeah. upset about it. They're they, just like, they oh, literally Celie's do. up to this again. Just kidding. Uh, Andrea, can you just take care of it? We're going on a cruise. She'll be fine. Just get your sister out of there, please. I mean, get her to not dress like that anymore.
0: Yeah, like, think, think about that. These parents are about to go on a cruise. They learn that their daughter is has potentially been you know has basically been kidnapped by a radicalized sect of islam it's you know some sect some uh, faction of isis and they're like, yeah, and that's exactly what happens. They're like, oh, Andrea, you're the older sister. Can you deal with this? We have to go on a cruise now. Bye. Okay, good luck. <laughs> yeah. And Andrea's like, oh, that damn silly, like, yeah. wah, 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 wah. it's like, uh, oh, yeah. what? Like, Get, like,
1: <laughs> getting into her ISIS hijinks again? Yeah, and, and, and recruited this, by another cult.
0: Yeah, they're like, well, she. Oh, this always happens to her. Like, one, <laughs> she's time such she a was,
1: party girl. Like, I'm, I accidentally, I got super drunk one night, man, and I woke up in a fucking ISIS out. It was. Lit, let me tell you. And, yeah,
0: I mean, and they're they're comparing her being kidnapped by Isis to her, you know, doing yoga on an island with some guru. <laughs> and I was like, these two things are not the same. Like no. they're probably like the the yoga island guru may be bad as well, but like not Isis bad. Like <laughs> yeah. not Jesus Christ. And, and so
1: anyway, Andrea rolls up to the Nuts like weird front thing, and she's like, I heard you could maybe save my sister. She's involved in ISIS and uh, nut like receives some kind of like foretelling or premonition that ISIS would be involved from Michael. Like he gave a hint or something, so he like decides to look into it. Uh, so he tries to try like transport himself somewhere, and he drags Andrea along by accident, and it doesn't work right, and he ends up in the past in 850, and then Andrea has to hang out with him in his castle where he's the lord, and so eventually when she goes to sleep for the first night, Nut sneaks into her room and jerks off in front of her.
0: Yeah, well, she's asleep and he's just creepily staring at her while she sleeps and jerking it in the dark, which to me makes it all the weirder.
1: It's his room that she's sleeping in his bed. So he's like, it's fine. I could jerk off and like get in here with her. Although there was already some like sexual tension between them already because
0: reasons. I I don't know. I mean, they were just like they they just thought each other was hot. Well, weirdly, she thought Nut was hot, but Nut thinks Andrea is not particularly attractive. But is attracted to her. Like, he doesn't think she's very pretty. It literally says that, oh, she's not, you know, especially pretty, but I was attracted to her for shrug some reason. Um, So this book is
1: like the ultimate fucking like, oh, love at first sight for reasons because you're meant to be because they're supposed to be life mates by the end of the book. Like, oh, destined to live together forever. If one of them dies, the other one dies. But there's like there's no foundation or anything. It's just like, oh, I when I touched her, I felt Nice. Therefore, I'm with her forever.
0: No, Chris, you forgot. You forgot about the thing that I really hated about, like, oh, one of the oh things yeah, I'm sorry. Really there,
1: there was a little bit of compatibility. There was a, a clear sensory compatibility, you see, because of of pheromones and smell. I guess. Yeah.
0: So, um, so in this book, the author says that life mates know each other because they can each, they can smell each other. They can, they are, it's hard to explain. They are the only ones who can smell the unique smell of their life mate. So, and so it's like conscious pheromones, sort of Con- conscious, like scent pheromones. So, Andrea keeps smelling peppermint around Nut, and Nut keeps smelling. Coconut around Andrea, and they just keep talking about it, and it's just the lamest fucking convention. <laughs> I hate it so yeah, much. Yeah,
1: it was like, oh my god, the coconut scent was so nice and overpowering. The peppermint smell was was really all up in their nostrils, and like the whole <laughs> yeah. time I'm like, I hate both of these smells. This sounds awful.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I like mint. Peppermint's not my favorite. Spearmint is best mint. Um. And coconut is fine in some applications, but it's not usually my favorite mm. thing. So, yeah, I also was like, man, eh, no, they're thanks. both
1: bad. They're both bad flavors.
0: Uh, yeah. Or I smells. Mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and then it leads to Andrea talking about making a peppermint coconut cake and how great it was going to be. And that Chris and I disgusting. apparently both gagged. Yeah, I that was sounds like,
1: oh, I don't want any. take that fucking cake away from me. Coconut. Get the fuck out Candy of here. cane.
0: Yeah, no. Fuck you. Like, fuck this Mint book.
1: coconut? Just no. Stop yeah, I, it. Yeah, I know. Like,
0: why are you taking two things that could be used in other ways well and ruining them by combining them?
1: Just because they start with C doesn't mean they go together, okay? Yeah,
0: yeah, seriously. And then, oh, and then the other smell. Th- so there's that smell thing, and then there's another component to the smell thing where if you're really evil, you smell like lemons.
1: Yeah, the evilest <laughs> and, fruit. Yeah,
0: and I immediately went... Well, Chris and I are fucked, because we both love citrus, so we're, like, always drinking lemon, yeah, like, lemon I, lime I'm and lime
1: stuff. A, I'm a lemonade fiend. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, and I eat lemons like oranges, because they're fucking delicious, so I guess I'm super evil.
0: Yeah, Chris, you're the fucking prince of hell. Look at you. I, uh,
1: so, so, I always knew it. You know, Paris, yeah. deep inside me, in my lemony center that you have <laughs> yeah. to get to. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've always known.
0: Yeah, so that's another stupid thing. Uh, there's so many stupid things, like... Oh, I, sorry, I was just looking through my notes and I remember how I was saying like the Archangel Michael was like they're like petulant dad boss. Uh, yeah. There's a line where he's like and when will my Archangel website be ready? Okay. I was like, I oh, that's the this. best line. Okay,
1: oh. let me set the scene here. Michael is having a staff meeting with Nut and all his brothers who are apparently like a special division of the Vangels or whatever. And he turns to like the IT nerd Viking vampire angel. And he's like, when is my Archangel website going to be ready? As if he's taken like commissions or something from... Somebody, even though they're supposed to be secret, I think. Yeah, so like, why would you want I, the website to like? I don't
0: know. I was wondering that too. I was like, wait, so you like, so you want people to know about this? Like, what the fuck? I thought
1: www.michaelthearchangel.com. Get send me your prayers and I'll send out my uh, uh, normal guys who yeah. are fine, don't worry about yeah. it. To saw it, also, I am literally an angel. I, I, what. I really want to know what his like design for the website is. What pages are there? Is there a is there a gallery? Perhaps some headshots?
0: <laughs> yep, of what? all the angels, but they're just like
1: a video VP, presen- assistant <laughs> vice
0: president. Like,
1: like. A, a PowerPoint or a video presentation, perhaps, or demo? Like what
0: well, yeah, I need to know what's on? I know yeah, yeah. Like, what's, what's the demo? Like the Viking Angels all go <laughs> and like yeah. invite someone? Like I yeah, I don't know. Um and then yeah, they have this little a meeting lemon
1: they- scent warnings or something something i
0: yeah i don't know they have this little meeting and they talk about how, how bad isis is and they're like oh is isis not the greatest threat equal only to the nazi holocaust or the evil roman empire and i was like you mean the roman empire that spread christianity everywhere like what yeah and yeah and th- so they go on and he's like oh mass murders beheadings and rapes all in the name of some distorted religious belief and again my note was oh you mean christianity uh, yeah, uh, the, you yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs>
1: y'all aren't immune from that
0: yeah, so this book definitely has, like, a bit of a slant, although the main character doesn't seem guilty of it, but there's, uh, like, her mother or mother-in-law or stepmom or something. It has some really, like, bigoted, shitty, racist things to say at the beginning of the book when they're talking. Oh, and yeah. And Andrea's kind of like, oh, fuck, this is terrible. Straight up says
1: towel heads, I'm pretty
0: sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. But a- Andrea doesn't really shut her down. She just, like, is annoyed about it but doesn't do anything to address it. So I do feel like this book has... Uh, yeah, it's got a bit of a racist, like anti-Muslim slant, which I super don't appreciate. Uh, I'm sure most people wouldn't. Um, and, um, yeah.
1: What were we just talking about right now? We, uh, we kind of jumped. We're time traveling, like Nut does in the thing <laughs> no, no, in the no, book. Here, no, no,
0: no. We were just talking about how the book starts. Like Andrea goes to Noot to find Celia, her sister, who's been kidnapped by ISIS. Nut uh, doesn't really want to take on the job, but does. Uh, they go to the well noot wants to do the job on his own but andrea is being uh i don't know an uppity woman or whatever however the book puts it um she's stubborn
1: and like she just has to be there and noot just lets her go along because like she smells like coconuts maybe i don't know
0: yeah and she insists on going with him uh and it's really funny because she (laughs) she uh she tells her boss like oh yeah i'm gonna need some time off to go and find my sister and uh and she's like, it should only take a few days. And I was like, oh, yeah, got to infiltrate ISIS and rescue my sister. Yeah, four <laughs> days, tops. Four just, days. Just, That's all yeah. I need. Give me a long weekend, boss, and I'll be, I'll yeah. be back on Tuesday. I, like, look, what?
1: I just got to run, pick up my sister from a compound that she's isolated and surrounded by men with guns in. Don't sweat it. Me and my buddy Nut are going to just take care of it real quick.
0: Yeah, and they're in Pennsylvania, right? They're in Pittsburgh yep. or Philly? philly yeah, philadelphia so andrea lives in philly that's like where fucking fuck faces newt is right now uh yeah. so they have to go all the way to montana which is you know at least a day of travel right like you know getting a last minute flight and fucking going over there the drive yeah, in there and they, and- they,
1: they bother to fly over there even though noot definitely has like Transport abilities, oh, teleportation yeah, abilities, yeah.
0: but for some reason they take a plane because question mark? What? Another? Put it on the list of fucking. I don't. Questions. I think
1: like Noot didn't reveal his vangelness to her quite yet.
0: That's true. Um, and so they go to Montana because you see, ISIS has. Uh, set up shop in a dude ranch and is operating like a couples resort of some kind, but is actually ISIS, which is just <laughs> not a thing ISIS would ever
1: do. Honey, like, uh, uh, did like, you see the brochure for this class here? Uh, death to all infidels.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they literally <laughs> say that when they go there and the you know it's like deserted there's like a chalkboard that literally has shit like that it's like salsa <laughs> dancing death Doll, infidels at two followed by cooking mark like yeah yeah seven intro to be <laughs> like and and i just feel like if you're really trying to recruit people into into some like sketchy alternate uh i don't know way of living and belief system you don't just open with that because most people are going to be turned off by
1: it. Like, Also, you know, getting go for, like, the resort crowd. Probably not your best tactic. They're on vacation. They have enough money to go do that. You really want your, like, disaffected, isolated, lonely people.
0: Yeah, like... You know, fucking Becky and Doug, who are going to ride horses for the weekend, don't want to join ISIS. And no amount of beheading 101 is going to get them to do that. So, oh, but it's like, such a nice beheading.
1: Look, they got like a nice little guillotine.
0: <laughs> oh, look, we're, we're just beheading a chicken today, honey. That's it. It's just about cooking chickens. It's not about beheading infidels. Don't worry. You know, and, and so I, the whole concept is just patently absurd. It's not believable in any sense. Um. So they get there. You know, everyone's gone, and Nut is like, "Ooh, I sense danger! My fucking vampire dick staff is twinkling or whatever." <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't know. Uh, I smell lemons.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I, sm- really I, just- I think that is literally what it is. Yeah. Oh no, 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 he sees the goo. There's like these puddles of goo everywhere that are apparently oh, yeah. left by the demons, and um. No one's there. So, did,
1: does he like flip out anytime someone sprays like a citrus like room deodorizer or anything? He's like the demons, <laughs> the lucifers. Like no, yeah, no, every, I just like blew a fart a second ago. I'm every, trying to help you out.
0: Yeah, every clean bathroom is is <laughs> just like anathema to, um So they go there and it's like, oh shit, the demons are helping ISIS. Like that's why this is happening because there. You know, there's another part of this book that's all about the demon horde. You know, they're the and antithesis. Jasper. Yeah, what the fuck is up with the names in this book?
1: Jasper, the evil ultimate Lucipier, who doesn't even confront anyone in it. any nope. of the main... Jasper is wholly on his own at all times. He, like, interacts with some of the other Lucipier characters for, like, a little bit, and then he's never seen again. He never confronts anyone. Much like anything else in this book, there's, like... Uh, like a dash of conflict maybe somewhere a little bit for a second but then it is either immediately resolved doesn't wrap up or we just it just doesn't matter
0: right like okay so for example the scene we're talking about now where they go to the ranch expecting conflict expecting to like meet up you know meet these isis people and rescue celia and no one's there and they just kind of walk around and then you know demons show up but and In- fights like two of them and then they teleport like, yes. you didn't even have to fight those two. You could have just teleported. Yeah. Because cause he, like, went out to fight them and then retreated back again. And it was like, you could have just teleported out of there. Um, so, I don't know. There Like, there isn't ever... Like Chris is saying, there's really never a sense of true conflict because the characters have these like get it out of jail free cards that they can just pull like teleportation and like immortality and and you know super strength and all this shit so it's just like kind of lame and not really that fun there's um, not even
1: like a give and take between andrea and noot because like maybe at first she's like a little of the tsundere anime girl type where she's like calling him an idiot and hitting him on the arm and trying to pretend she doesn't like him but then, like, as soon as they time travel back and there's enough sexual tension, they just get it on immediately. It's all just hunky-dory. So, that, like, there's not even any tension there. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, sorry, could you explain what tsundere is? Because I had no idea when you said the word to me. Um, maybe explain um, that for our listeners who aren't anime people.
1: Uh, tsundere is, like, the concept of an anime character, usually a lady who is hides the fact that they re- are really into someone. Uh, Dere Dere being sort of a a Japanese word for like heart. It's like an onomatopoeia for heartbeat as if you're enamored with someone. And then I think Sun Sun has something to do with like seeming aggressive or cold at first. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm sure some weebs will correct us in the comment section or in an email. uh, And we can like elaborate on that later. But basically someone that acts like they don't like you but is really super into you at first. Also, the fact that she says idiot and hits him a lot is like super weeb alert to me because that's what tsundere characters do all the time is they literally hit the male character and call him an idiot all the time
0: that's funny because i'm pretty sure this lady isn't a weeb and if she is she's a very secretive one because she's like a 60 year old housewife who was (laughs) maybe
1: she's just well she used to be
0: yeah she used to be like an editor or something and now she's i don't know she's won a bunch of awards for her writing which i find hilarious yeah Um, i
1: don't i would not want to receive any of those awards
0: yeah um and anyway back to the story so they you know then it like the book after andrea and the time travel um realizes he made a mistake somehow uh and they end up back in 850 ad in the norse lands uh where he's originally from and doesn't know how to get them back uh so then the book cuts to the demons and you learn that they have this like evil ice palace beyond svalbard and i honestly was like what the fuck is beyond svalbard so if you don't know what svalbard is it's an island it's a little grouping of islands um well past norway but they're it's part of like norwegian territory i think still um and beyond that i had to actually consult a map because i literally didn't think there was anything beyond that uh, there's like this tiny cluster of Russian islands. So I guess that's where this evil hell fortress is. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the I Russians. Mean, of course it wouldn't Surprise. show up on Google Maps
1: or anything. You know, like, of course, they would hide it with their evil demon powers.
0: Oh, yes. And yeah, what is it with ice palaces in for hell demons? This is a thing we've seen in other books, too. Like in Maradonia, isn't that a thing?
1: Pretty sure, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it's been in other stuff, too. So, I don't know. They, they can't choose. They have to have both extremes, apparently.
1: You're hot all the time. You want to cool off sometimes, man. You know, like you got to have one to appreciate the other, I guess.
0: Yeah. Although, like,
1: these demon scenes, they really don't have any bearing on the story. Like, there's one that's, like, a double agent that wants to become a Vangel. Uh, his name is Zebulon, And there's a little bit to, of a to-do with, like, him kind of like relaying information back to the, the angels, or like helping no out for a little bit but it doesn't really amount to much of anything at all because it's not like he actually we'll get to that later but there's a there's a, oh, there's a demon lucifer character who pops up sometimes for reasons that have nothing to do with anything
0: yeah um and and so you know the, there's like these little parts about the demons and i mean i feel like taken out of context, the silly demon council stuff would be funny if it was written as like a weird SNL skit or something. Yeah, Because sure. it, it is kind of silly and like the author loves her like shitty puns and like ho-ho, like very obvious jokes. Like, Probably the Holocaust, which demons preferred to call the holy cause. Talk about Uh, evil! Like, like there's always... not make
1: Holocaust jokes like that. Yeah, like,
0: you know, there's always, like, a dad doing finger snaps and points at you at the end of every (laughs) joke. Like, that's how the jokes are in this book. Um, Yeah, also, like, Jesus Christ, you don't need to fucking joke about the Holocaust. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, And, I don't know, this author also, I feel like, to prepare for this book a part of what she did was just write little, like little pop culture details on pieces of paper, um, fold them all up, put them in a bag, shake it, and then just pull some out because like you get like true religion, skinny jeans, and then like the Vikings TV show and fucking Lizzie Martin. Like, and yeah, random
1: just, celebrity like, cameos <laughs> from like celebrities from like 20 to 30 years ago or something like fucking Pete Townsend. Apparently Andrea used to date Pete Townsend from the who?
0: Yeah. I think? Wait. Did you say she did or Sealy did?
1: No. Uh, no. Uh, she did. Andrea did.
0: Yeah. Which is weird because she brings up the fact that he was arrested for child pornography. But like, I'm pretty sure that would no have big happened. big deal. Like
1: you know, well, everyone's she's like, had an ex boyfriend <laughs> arrested for child
0: porn. <laughs> well, no. She's just like, uh, she's just like, oh, that creep, creepy Pete. Ha ha. Like, I-, I don't know what she was getting at. There It was very strange. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The
1: Lizzie so- Borden cameo who's a cook in like uh the Vangel headquarters or something. Yeah,
0: Lizzie Borden is also a vampire. She's like the vampire angel housemaid, which I was like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why? Like, and then Jasper
1: sense. pretends to be John Wayne for four pages. Oh, yeah,
0: John Wayne. Yeah, it just, like I said, it's no like she just, she just picked, like, just picked random pop culture <laughs> shit, put it in a bag and shook it up and just picked All it right, out. All well, right, like, let's see who's
1: coming out today. Uh, 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 Danny DeVito is uh, the, uh, the, the clerk, the front test secretary <laughs> and uh who okay who's uh running the the auto mechanic evangel uh, shop it's uh, uh sylvester uh,
0: stallone uh, yeah okay yeah, sure know. why not <laughs> i mean but seriously it's just it's it feels very nonsensical she doesn't build a convincing world uh everything's very silly but not in a truly funny way just kind of in an awkward yeah, dad jokey kind of way it's it's not great um there yeah, were so yeah,
1: uh, I was going to continue like the the middle part of this book is pretty much Andrea and Noot hang out in his castle while he deals with the famine that's been com- that's incoming because he wasn't around for a week and everyone forgot to hunt or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh- um. So, yeah. So they get trapped in 850 AD because I don't know his like. Fucking teleporter jewels or, like, not... I don't know. He doesn't he even know. He just doesn't
1: want to try. He's like, oh, it's too risky. I'm not going to bother because we got no. sent back here.
0: Yeah. Well, he thinks that Michael is... He thinks it's, like, God's will, basically, that they got fucked up and stuck in 850 again. And, yeah, it turns out, where whenever they bounce back in time, his people think he's only been gone for, like, a, two weeks or a month?
1: Yeah, like or, like two a week or two months or
0: something. I don't know. It's not a very long period of time. It's somewhere between two weeks and two months. I can't remember. And... Yeah, like Chris said, there's, like, a famine going on, and apparently there, this famine was going on while he was there, but he was, like, a gluttonous asshole in his, you know, original life. Um, and, you know, he talks about trying to redeem himself and shit. Um, and so, yeah, as Chris pointed out, these people are in a famine, and they just, like, don't know to hunt?
1: Until Noot shows up and he's like, Hey, everyone go out and try to catch some rabbits and they're like, Oh shit, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and like it, what it works.
0: I mean, so. sure, but it, but they're like, Oh, all hell Noot and Mistress Andrea telling us to get off our asses and hunt a thing. <laughs> like what?
1: Also and, Andrea showed us how to make donuts. Wow. Oh <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so I'm not sure if anyone had retained this from my reading of the back of the book, but food. It is a huge part of this book, like so large of a part that I got tired of reading about cooking scenes and menus because many of the chapters open with menus, and it is not as cute and fun as it might sound. No, it, it's, uh, it's not even like a recipe. Annoying.
1: It just it's just like a list of food to start off the chapter. That's like maybe vaguely thematically relevant, but I skipped over them by the time I hit the third one. I was like, I'm not going to read just a list of this shit for because it, it offers nothing. It offers nothing, not even flavor. That's, somehow the food <laughs> list offer no flavor.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's it's like she got the food stuff kind of right, I think. Um, although we're going to talk about the language stuff. Oh, man, I, I went on a fucking tear about the language shit in this book but the food seemed like kind of fine, you know, like she she talks about like uh sort of like more traditional old um Norse dishes and stuff. I'm trying to find an example of one of these fucking menus, but it's like I don't know. And and I got yeah.
1: one. You want me to read one?
0: Uh yeah, when, when, or I'll read the Oh, I got the Viking feast. I can read that.
1: Okay, yeah. Do the big one.
0: <clears throat> Spit roasted wild suckling boar, reindeer steaks, sliced cold hockarl which is rotten shark, oak-crisped herring, eel and dill cream sauce, pigeon pie, svio, which is boiled sheep's head, pickled boar's feet, mutton with mustard chestnut dressing, lampreys, brützbrunger, which is pickled ram testicles and whey-pressed cakes, lutefisk, Manchet bread, butter, horseradish, pickles, gamelost, which is stinky cheese, uh, schir, which is, uh, it says cheese, but it's, it's considered a yogurt. Moving on. Fennel salad, which is just fennel salad. I don't know why. Like, some of the words are not English for no reason. Pea and ham, hock stew. Nettle wait. soup with hard cooked oh, gulls oh, eggs. Oh, I
1: thought you meant pea like urine for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait, pea and ham stew? I mean,
0: <laughs> eh, that's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> Boiled onions and venison gravy. Parsnips and cabbage porridge. Stewed lingonberries. Honey and hazelnut oat cakes. Dried apple oak crumbles, gingered pears with red currants, mead, ale, imported grape wine from Francia, while supplies last. So, like a ton of the chapters open with menus, and then
1: like, why do I give a fuck? Why do I I give a fuck that you had your piss ham stew at the front of the (laughs) theater?
0: Yeah, and then there's, like, a bunch of details about cooking. Like, I think there's literally a whole chapter and a half about Andrea fucking cooking in the 850 AD kitchen, and she's just like, oh, and then I milled the acorns into flour, and then I fucking made some honey reduction, and then I was, like, super cool and, like, taught the the lady chef how to, like, make her soup last longer, and, like... It's not like...
1: Again, this has no bearing on anything. It's not even like they have, like, hot food sex later on or something. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, I I mean... That kind of would have been more thematically important than
1: like... Yeah, like not even like strawberries and cream. I mean, I guess they're an 850 or something, but like whatever, you know, honey and dates and figs. I don't know. Fucking like you can theme it up a little bit, but not even that. So why do I give a fuck what they're eating? Why do I give a fuck what Andrea's cooking? I know they have a famine and that's like kind of a conflict, but it's not really at all because as soon as sends anyone out on a the hunt, they're fine. And so th- there's no tension to anything. I'm really upset about this book now, Parasite. Yeah. I just noticed.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it would have been fine if they were like... Oh, Andrea's a cook. This is a time of famine. She's actually quite resourceful. And like, like, if they had done a little bit of that, it would have been fine, but just getting beaten over the head with a menu every other chapter was just like, fuck, I don't care. And
1: does she even really like give them anything to make things last longer besides like, oh, you can flour up the stew a bit or something? Like,
0: yeah, I mean she teaches them, like, she suggests that you can, you know, grind acorns into flour, which you can do. Uh, and she helps the Oh, she she just tells them to be more creative with how they're using like parts of animals like instead of just like throwing the bones to the dog she's like no put the bones in the stew and take out the marrow and like that's smart but but i also feel like they would have known that yeah, they're all I, I'm pretty people. Sh- yeah.
1: <laughs> they would I, they wouldn't know how to throw the fucking bones in the pot to make it flavorful that's not like some modern age shit <laughs> that's
0: yeah if anything that's like the oldest of age shit yeah, yeah. so <laughs> i yeah so that didn't make any sense like it would it, like her her teaching them how to make donuts. Fine, totally no, oh, get yeah, that. Sure. that but that's is, not
1: appropriate in a famine. I'm pretty no. sure.
0: Um, and so yeah, there's all this like food stuff happening, and then all right, we're gonna come to my the thing that okay, you were most angered by the food. I was most angered by the linguistic problems in this book, and the fucking. Uh, okay, so in the book they go back to 850 A.D. in the Norse lands. Uh
1: huh.
0: Somehow Andrea can just understand everyone without a problem. And she (laughs) even remarks, she even makes a a hiccup. Yeah, she goes, Everyone's speech is so strange here, and yet I can understand. Why is that? Some magic vangel trick? And it's not that though. It's not even that. (laughs) And Nook goes, Oh, old Norse and you know old English were basically mutually intelligible, and like, if you know modern English, like you'd understand that, so it tracks. And I was like, fuck no. It fuck doesn't. no on so many levels so all right so there's like there's like a lot of scholarly debate well not scholarly debate but like there, there's a little bit of um back and forth over how mutually intelligible old norse and old english were so and, and we're talking about 850 here so i actually read an entire monograph on this topic <laughs> by two scholars <laughs> because i was so in because i read it and immediately knew something was wrong i mean obviously we all know something is wrong when someone who knows modern english can suddenly understand old norse in 850 but like i felt like there was more wrong and i believe i was right so um according to these scholars that you know whose piece i was reading old norse and old english were not as mutually intelligible as this author suggests especially in 850 um because by 850 like things weren't i don't know like old i'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to like eloqu- eloquently explain this but um by the late like by that time basically you had the saxons and you know scandinavian people fighting and stuff and like l- l- you know kind of like sacking uh, similar areas and blah, blah, blah. But, like, they weren't... They weren't that close together in 850. Like, the two languages did merge to become Middle English. But that didn't happen until, like, hundreds of years later. So, in 850, sure, you might have had some words that were kind of similar. But, like, there's no way that they There's would a be... lot of
1: words, turns out. And, yeah. like, you gotta know a lot of them to know a language.
0: Yeah, there's no way they would be mutually intelligible where, like, someone... You know, a, a person who speaks Old Norse meetings, meeting someone who speaks Old English for the first time would be able to have a conversation. Like, through prolonged contact, the languages did merge and, and basically kind of coalesce into Middle English, but like that didn't happen until like 1170, tw- like 11 something. So we're talking 850, like they were okay, so they were mutually intelligible. I'm sorry, by 1070, <laughs> 1070, 850, we're talking like 220 years before that point. Like no way. I mean, and not to mention, like, all right. So, so all here's right. another. Thing. All right, no, 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 I no, no. A, Shut up. Chris.
1: Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'll let you <laughs> go. I'll let you go. So
0: sorry. I'm real mad. So um.
1: I'll step back here.
0: <laughs> no, I'm. So, I, I'm not actually mad at you. I'm just being silly. What What was the question that you had? Sorry.
1: Uh, I was gonna say, like, there's two interesting things while you're in the middle of the rant here that. The cook, Gildra, I think, or something like she's she's written with like an accent, which means that Andrea could like detect a difference of accent in the way she spoke from like how everyone else in the keep was speaking because they spoke regular plain English in the dialogue, but Gilda had like an accented way that she was written.
0: Yeah, and and, also
1: I have a theory here is that okay, so you might be right, but in this world. Andrea getting sent back in time seeded uh, the language with modern English, and therefore there's a time paradox or something. I don't know. I'm trying to help. Oh the my god! Here. I don't know.
0: You might be right. Um, but anyway, uh, so this doesn't. So basically, what I'm saying is this doesn't make sense. Um, and it gets even worse because when he was like, "Oh, we went back to 850 in the Norse lands," I was like. OK, well, maybe they're in uh, a Norse held area that does speak in Eng- like old English, which was a small possibility. Like they could have been in like, I don't know, Normandy or like somewhere in England. I-, I assumed I was like, oh, maybe they're actually in some part of England that is held by the Norse at this point, because that was very possible. I mean, the Dane Law wasn't passed until like 878. So we're in 850, so there's, yeah, there's probably plenty of, there's plenty of Viking settlements um, at that point. So I was like, okay, they're just in England, but in a Norse-held land. No, they he basically says at some point that they are in Norway. And, and the reason this makes no sense, or, or I guess the reason the dialogue makes no sense is because Nut is constantly using old English words. Like, yep, like, I mean, like swiving,
1: even... <laughs> which is a weird word that I didn't believe was a word, but apparently it's a word.
0: <laughs> but, like, even his name with the C instead of the K, like, I don't think by 850 it would have been anglicized that way. It's too early. And he keeps using—oh, <laughs> my God, she keeps using the word I love grace. that this is,
1: like, what pissed you off the most. Like, I want you to write, like, an angry email to this author. It was just all this stuff. All
0: right, well, first of all, I'm not an expert. You know, I read a monograph. I read some other articles. I'm pretty sure I'm right. If any of you out there are actually— uh Germanic linguistic scholars please let me know if I'm wrong but I I feel like I'm pretty right um but he keeps like in the book Nut keeps referring to pants as braze 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 oh my god if I see that word ever fucking again I'm gonna tear the page that it's on out of the book and burn it like that, I, it, they that's used how that I felt
1: w- about swiving Paris
0: yeah they use the word braze so many times and it just means pants in Anglo-Saxon but like why would he like if he is a if he is a Norwegian Viking who is living in Norway, he would he has no reason to change his native tongue to that of some people who he has no contact with because he's not one of the people that is going over to fucking England. Like, yep. it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. I'm so mad. OK, oh, God. well, that was
1: like solid five minute linguistics anger time. Um,
0: Yeah, anyway If you want more
1: More sick (laughs) rants Contribute to our betrayal.
0: (laughs) Oh FYI Middle English uh, Didn't Not even in the middle
1: Turns out It was in the north (laughs) So
0: Middle English Didn't fully develop Until 1300 But Yeah, anyway Anyway They
1: should call it Upper English, because I, I'm sorry, I'm just making facts up now. Yeah, at this sorry, point. that was, that was my
0: that was yeah. my angry rant. Um,
1: so let's let's take a hard turn from the intellectual to the base by talking about the sex scenes in this oh, book.
0: Oh no! So, like I said, I was really dismayed when we got the creepy. Staring at you in the dark, masturbation scene because
1: no, it's fine because Andrea's totally into him by no, this point. Is no. how it's written. That's how Chris, it's presented.
0: Chris, we got to talk about this. All right, you're you're you are a straight dude. I'm a straight woman. Yes. Would this be an okay thing for either of us to have happened to us? Like no,
1: exactly no. no. Like if
0: I was asleep. And the guy I was seeing was like, like, I woke up and he's just staring at me in the dark, jerking it. Like, I would be fucking freaked out. I mean,
1: okay, well, if if we're talking, if that's the situation, like someone you're in a long term relationship with. Well, no, no,
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I might be a little freaked out by it because I'd be like, why are we not like, why are we not just having sex? This is weird. Why are you looking at me in the dark? You
1: know, he knows you've had a long day. You just got home from work. You've been complaining all the time about it. But, hey, you look really good in, in that nightgown. And he's just not going to wake you up. Uh, you know, again, it really depends on the the couple that is doing that's it. Very if it's true. a long term thing. True. Whatever you can set up consent agreements for pretty much anything.
0: Okay, yeah, you're, but, you're but right. But this is you're not right. what's
1: happening here. That's not what's happening here. I guess that's if, what I'm saying. If yeah. we had like, just met and one of us did that to the other one, that would be fucking cops called time. <laughs>
0: yeah, like if if you like, this is like their first night together, right? Or their second? Yeah, this is their. F- First night together? Second I, night?
1: First night in the in eight in eight fifty. I think they might have like took the plane to Montana overnight or something.
0: Okay, fine. Second night together. And he's hovered over her in the dark, staring at her while he's jerking off. Like Whoa. I actually think he was
1: sitting in a chair at the time from what I, I, I remember he was reading. he
0: standing. That made no, it creepier No, I remember him me. sitting
1: in a chair across from her and doing it. So, oh, you know. well, I
0: found the note so I can check. Uh, okay,
1: awesome. I highlighted
0: um, the passage where he starts to describe jerking off and I wrote, could have done without that because <laughs> I, I was I, not I, ready for it. Can I say, Paris,
1: uh, I, I kind of like reading the book after you get to it, which is fine now because I'm like two behind you or something at this point Anyway uh, I really like the notes you leave Because sometimes it'll, There'll just be a whole Like giant passage That's <laughs> terrible Highlighted And then I click the note in there And it's just a little frowny face And it's really spot on <laughs> To how I feel About a lot of the time
0: Yeah I think I try to You know when I'm making notes I try to be like Okay I'm not just making these for me I'm also making notes for Chris So he can have a more A happier time Reading this you, book. you are indeed We're a good team We're a good team Yeah um, anyway,
1: so back to the the naughty stuff here because that's really what you're buying this book for. I'm guessing if if there's a demographic for this shit, um, so that's fine. Andrea like wakes up in the middle of it anyway or after it, and she's like, "Oh, that was cute." Uh, maybe no, no, you, you no, know.
0: no, that's not what happens at all.
1: Oh shit, I thought she was she, fine with it. Nope, uh,
0: I have a note. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I had a note, but oh, here we go. Um, oh fuck, why did it not take me to the right? Oh, yeah. Uh, she wakes up and uh, she starts freaking out because she goes, are you serious? She didn't know whether they had made love or not. And it was like, you were just asleep. He didn't drug you like I'm, pr- you weren't drinking. I'm pretty sure you would know if you guys had had sex. Like, I don't even understand why they have this little tiff where she's like, oh, my God, did we have sex? Like, there's literally no reason. That she would have that thought. It made no sense to me why they even had that exchange. Like, I don't get it.
1: Also, the fact that she refers to it as, like, did we have sex? Because, like, I get maybe she could be worried about, like, oh, she woke up naked and he was in there. Maybe he assaulted her or something would be the worry. But she phrases it as did we have sex, which implies some kind of consent or, like, maybe she got drunk or something. But they, she didn't. Well, yeah,
0: and I mean, like, if she just was having a a normal sleep, I'm pretty sure she would know if she was being assaulted. Like, it did, it didn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. Moving on, my next note is that the author uses the uh, racial slur Eskimos to describe something. Cool, thanks. We needed more of that in this book. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, my there-
1: favorite scene. My favorite part of any of the intimate scenes. It's like okay, so it's like maybe. The first like makeout session that they have, they might have kissed or something before, but there's like the first serious makeout session that they have. Uh, there's a part of it where it, it <laughs> the author describes it like, oh, the making out was so intense that they didn't want to like break the kiss so oh, much I that it was yeah. like they were. Oh, it felt like we were passing one breath back and forth between each other. Yeah, and so they, I and kept they... picturing cartoonishly like <laughs> one person's cheeks like super puffed up, and then passing it the, back and forth, and the, the cheeks just alternately getting puffier. Yeah, like on one of those side. like one of those
0: just... 1930s Disney drawings, <laughs> like yeah. with a huge. Cheeks. Okay,
1: but my favorite part actually was the fact that the next paragraph begins with Andrea saying. She felt disoriented and dizzy, maybe because you were passing the same fucking breath back and forth. You fucking idiot. It's just CO2 at this point. You're yeah. suffocating yourself.
0: Yeah, so they're suffocating each other to make out, which is just stupid. Like, I mean, at that point, I I feel like animals are smart enough not to do that. I don't I don't know what's going on. Um and then she calls it like whisper kissing and talks about how like great it is and it what is, is whisper kissing I think that's what they were referring to that weird breath sharing thing as I thought the breath
1: thing was like a metaphorical thing though like I was picturing it no that's literally
0: happening they are literally choking <laughs> each other to death by making out I don't know why the author thinks this is a Jesus. thing
1: I've heard about being bad at kissing, but that's like really I, on another level.
0: So bad at kissing you kill the person you're kissing <laughs> and yourself. Yeah. It's a murder suicide kiss. <laughs> oh, that
1: nearly detective- ha- that would have been an exciting event in this book if they like almost killed each other and like that was the dramatic tension because there's fucking nothing else in here that's dramatic tension. <laughs>
0: detective brown what do we got here another murder suicide kiss oh you no know, these kids
1: they get together at night they forget to breathe and the next thing you know it's just a tragedy you don't even wake up in the morning
0: all right it's mcgriff the crime dog here if your friend tries to get you to huff their mouth and not breathe again you leave that area immediately and that person is not your friend
1: remember kids come up for air it's only safe Cool only, you prevent, only you can prevent
0: only you can prevent murder suicide kisses. <laughs> I don't know what act I'm doing. What am I doing anyway? Oh God, I'm I'm crying. All right, it's already happening. Um. Oh yeah, and then there were, <laughs> and was like this is a little uh, this isn't a sex thing, but I just saw a note that I made about how like when they time traveled, of course, like all of their physical possessions went with them, and I guess uh-huh. the uh I guess uh note uh, cell phone still had battery life and somehow verizon signal strength reaches back centuries yeah. and
1: He had an not email really he message. just like gets he gets like one email like yeah. it's, it's enough to get one email or something he before got he...
0: one email and the email was from i think his brother vicar Yeah. And it says vicar at (laughs) hotvangels.com.
1: I guess wait, is that the website for Michael?
0: Oh man. I mean what if yeah, what if Does Michael have a
1: website called Hot Vangels?
0: I hope so. Oh God, I hope so. Oh I dare you
1: I dare you to type that into your browser right now.
0: And so, I am not typing hotvangels.com into my browser. I have enough questionable shit in my browser history because of Terrible Book Club. I will not let it go this far. Um, And then like the other. Oh, that's right. So back to all the like, like the love, like the sex scenes and stuff. And they start talking about life mate shit. And that's, you know, that's like part of the whole scent thing. Um, And apparently. Uh, Paris, not
1: to interrupt, but I'm happy to report that hotvangels.com is not a thing. It's available, though, if you want it.
0: Oh, my God. It's a fit. Fa- all right. <laughs> All right, new Patreon goal. Get enough money <laughs> to buy com and put whatever we want on there. Oh, man. That
1: that should be our, our actual website. Like, every time we have to, to <laughs> give someone the link to the podcast.
0: Uh, I know it says hotvangels.com, but trust me, it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I I'm made sure that website when I was a kid. Uh... <laughs> it's my old email.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, so, it turns out that if... You are life mates with another person. When they die, so do you.
1: Yeah, take that makes sense. Like, what? I guess it's. I guess it's better than like the human dying a hundred years in, and then the Vangel being like, "All right, time for another one."
0: Yeah, I guess, but it still kind of blows. Like that kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, it um, really does.
0: And I guess, and like, who is? You know, is there come some kind of fate like tying your strings together? Like who is like managing these life mate really I guess God because this is a Christian book. Never mind. I answered my own question. Yeah, yeah it's, um, he's
1: omnipotent. He can do whatever he wants and like
0: Um oh, right. And also apparently, so back to the sex scenes. Apparently yeah. the uh dicks good stuff. get bigger the longer you don't have sex. That's I a thing mean, in this book. A
1: little bit.
0: I don't think that's real. I, I mean, I like, think, think so. of it this
1: way. Like, I mean, you also have to not be jerking off, but your erection can get harder and that does make it a little bigger. Seriously? I mean, d- I does guess, your boyfriend... I guess I'm learning something. Is, he, is your boyfriend the same size
0: uh, one way as the other? Oh my God, I'm not... We're not I talking know. about
1: this. I know we're not, but like, uh, listen, Paris, like uh, you've heard of grower versus shower, right?
0: Yeah, but that's like... That never, oh my god never so mind.
1: if you haven't had sex in a while or jerked off in a while you get a harder dick because the blood is like more in there i don't know how it I, works dude but it, yeah
0: i don't think i don't think either of us are qualified to speak about this it struck me well, as strange
1: I, I, i'm a little bit qualified having a penis here so
0: <laughs> that's true i guess you're more qualified than i am i am uh, in fact you have sorry. zero
1: qualifications to talk about this so yeah I, i'm sorry to the expert in the road
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to pull the rug out from under you there. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying
1: perhaps you can learn something here in that like kind of yes and if he's been celibate for like hundreds of years, I don't yeah. know, maybe.
0: Okay, okay, that's all right, fine. I concede this point.
1: But um, also though but but he jerked off like yesterday, so
0: Okay, yeah. That's true. Okay, I don't concede my point. You just proved me right. All right, fuck Well,
1: this. at the same uh, at the same time, Paris, if you don't jerk off for a while, it can still the effects can last past one. Oh, God
0: damn it! It's, fine. The organ's fine. a
1: little weird. Okay, you know.
0: <laughs> fine. I don't this know enough been about Chris's dicks. Penis Sorry. Education okay?
1: corner. Um, uh Don't ever stop by again, please.
0: However, the next note I have on the first sex scene is his thighs spread between her spread thighs, and I was like, "How are you both? How are you both spread there? That seems a little..." Difficult. I don't know. Uh, Just they're both in
1: super wide V formation. I guess one's just wider than the other. Uh,
0: I don't know. It seems weird. Uh, she refers to his dick as a dog on point, which I thought was like one of the most unsexy things I've ever read.
1: Also peppermint stick.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. She does refer to his dick as a peppermint stick. Um, This author seems to know very little about her own anatomy. So... Why is when that, Paris? Well, when they're having sex, the main character notes that her clitoris felt wide open and vulnerable, <laughs> and I would she's, just love to know why your clitoris is open.
1: She's she's got like a, a, a like a face hugger predator style clit that just like opens Dude. like wide like a flower like the thing.
0: Yeah, like what? I don't I understand. Th- We're I, getting I, that there.
1: I. think think what she means is is maybe like it it was open to attack like as in you're defenseless uh,
0: You know like maybe. when when a when a
1: football receiver is wide open to receive the pass
0: Oh uh, yeah I guess if, if the clitoris is like a football sure <laughs> that makes sense okay her clericus a football we've solved that one too <laughs> It's, it's either on. a
1: football or a horrible space hell demon so you know
0: <laughs> Yeah I mean <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, there's more of this, like, this weird thing that we see in all these books where the woman wants to get fucked to the womb, which is actually not a safe thing to do and can kill it, you. So, it, like, also why? Also, it hurts. Why? I'm pretty yeah. sure
1: that hurts. That sounds like it hurts.
0: Yeah, that is not a good thing to do. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please don't do this. Uh,
1: yeah. And, I and mean, then the rest of the sex is like, oh, it's the most electric thing ever. And they oh, had yeah. many comes all the time and it was all over the place and so good. You guys, you guys, it was so good. The, like that's pretty much the the meat of that part of the book.
0: Yep, uh, I think there's there's another sex scene later. It's pretty much the same, so I don't think we need to uh, go over that.
1: Yeah, nothing interesting happens, and and then uh, <laughs> Princess Reynelda shows up, and she's a jealous bitch because she used to be betrothed to Nut. Except it doesn't really matter because she just like disappears near the end, or Nut just leaves. I, I forget. How, she, it doesn't matter.
0: None of the conflict matters. Why uh, am I she Yeah, she gets uh, evaporated by one of the demons because that's what the demons do. When you are a ripe enough lemon, they come and squeeze the juice out of you, and by that I mean they literally make you disappear into the hell realm, leaving only your worthy worldly no, possessions.
1: Paris, you go to the horrible castle named Horror. Because the evil villain Jasper really fucking sucks at naming evil castles, turns out.
0: Yeah, it's real dumb. Uh and you go into like this weird tube and you get I don't know, hell pickled and then like once <laughs> yeah. you're hellish pickly I pickled hellishly enough or something. Uh, I think you're I had like one slave. of those pickles
1: when I was in L A. It was an atomic pickle.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I want an atomic pickle. Wait, what was it what was it steeped in? Like like
1: i don't i don't know i got it alongside uh the original uh french dip sandwich it was it was that i forgot what the name of the restaurant was exactly Cole's, uh, kohl's i think or something uh, sorry was it's, like, like, fr- it's where the french dip sandwich originated they gave me a really spicy pickle i'm making a joke about that
0: oh <laughs> uh, no i'm just a fiend for spicy shit you know me so i was like oh yeah. a hot pickle um but yeah and then i don't know yeah the rainilda thing is whatever because she,
1: like, please, could you describe... How did you view the conflict? What was the arc of her character, Paris?
0: I mean, I kind of figured she was just going to be, you know, an agent of evil, but then she ends up just getting destroyed by the demon. So it, like, literally didn't matter. I mean, obviously, Noot wasn't going to, like, bed her or anything, even though Andrea was real worried about it. And I was like, why? Like, he has no reason to do that? Like, doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just...
1: I let's don't... name, let's name some of like the issues that might be conflicts in this story. And let's, you can tell me if anything was resolved or like taken care of or like tied up in a knot. First of all, ceiling on the ISIS thing. Nope. Just kind of wrapped up off page in a fucking email.
0: Oh yeah. That gets wrapped up right at the end. Yeah, that's true. The email from uh, Vicar at hot Uh That email actually said, Oh, uh, we found that girl's sister, by the way. She's fine or something. Okay, and so,
1: yeah, immediately that's out the window. How yep. about um the famine?
0: Oh, I mean, that's fine because the villagers are told to go hunt and then they hunt and they ration their non-hunting stuff, and it is fine, I think.
1: How about Jasper looking to implant Lucipiers in 850?
0: Yeah, that doesn't really go so hot because they end up killing them and it's not really that dangerous, except for the time where Noot... Uh, gets lost in the snow inexplicably, but that wasn't really because of a lucifer or anything. He just, like, got disoriented. <laughs>
1: yeah, he just fucking forgot where he was going, and then someone went out and dug him out of the snow, and he just woke up after, a, like, a fucking ice coma or something. So I guess Vangels are weak to cold, so I guess if the demons live in an ice palace, wouldn't... I? Shouldn't you just do that? Shouldn't you yeah. just show up with an ice gun or something? It's yeah. not like the demons are against using modern stuff because they have human forms. And Zeb the demon has like a fucking Cuban hideaway. So they can totally use ice guns or like freezers or something. Right? So <laughs> yeah, what the I, fuck is the point of anything in this I book? Why? No. Why?
0: It really is the like this huge hodgepodge amalgamation of just anything you've ever even maybe faintly heard about in a fantasy romance book just all thrown in there plus a little bit of isis you know it's just like i don't just know And dash. then oh yeah and then there's the other like weird christian thing where andrea tells the viking women about like the rhythm method like oh, tracking yeah. their <laughs> menstrual cycles and like telling Explain their men it. not to fuck them when they're fertile but like that doesn't, like, that doesn't work unless you're taking your temperature, like, a thing that they couldn't really do at that time, and, and logging it. And even then you need, like, an algorithm to, to fucking map it all out and shit. Like,
1: the, Just the- takes Nut's fucking Verizon iPhone or whatever it's got. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, Verizon. Service that stretches back centuries. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and, and I love that you know during the famine they're like how were they able to catch so much game in the midst of a famine i don't know because animals aren't crops like they're not like (laughs) they're still out there i mean unless unless it's one of those famines where it's like i I don't know like even the wildlife the wild fauna and but it feels like they didn't even go
1: out to check like because it's not like they have to trek super far it's like they go out like the first day and they catch like two deer and a bear and a bunch of rabbits and fish like so what the fuck were you guys even doing if you just didn't at least try to go outside yeah. and look for like a single deer
0: yeah didn't make any sense and and they were also talking about how the hunger in the village like at the at like Nuts estate um it things were fine because you know the people at the at the like estate or whatever you know they they have their stores and they're like the fancier people but out in the village things have gotten so bad that people's stomachs were swelling i mean that is an advanced stage of starvation like that is not that's like because your is it like your liver swells or something Uh, Uh, i don't yeah i I believe i i think so um but that's like an advanced stage of starvation that i feel like wouldn't be happening if it was just like a couple of weeks or a couple of months or something i don't know um doesn't make any sense uh yeah. and then and then like they have this like andrea nut or like like if one of them is like maybe we're life mates the other one's like fuck you we're not life mates and then if the other but then they're like maybe we are life mates the other one's like fuck you we're not life mates and it's like what the fuck you both suggest and also deny this in equal measure, and then they just finally are just like, yeah, whatever. And it, I just don't get it. Like, Because
1: this author has no idea how to write any kind of conflict or tension nope. in the
0: least. Nope. At all. And I also, I hate all the little, like, Things she adds that she thinks are like cutesy and Norse, like he calls uh, no, calls Andrea Hartling, and he's he says something like, "Oh, what a the ling. cloud if you, or whatever." If you, yeah, if, like, if you want to uh, make something cute yeah.
1: and tiny, you just add "ling" to it. Hartling, girl-ling? Girl-ling. Girl-ling. girlling, girls already small. You don't have to add the "ling" to it. I well, forgot ling Fetch me the hammerling. It's the tiny hammer for really tiny screwlings.
0: <laughs> fetch me the forkling. It is the salad <laughs> fork. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It doesn't make any fucking sense. How about uh, the,
1: like, the, sort of, like, the, 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 inter- not, like, the chapter titles, but, like, these, like, little, like, headings that some sections get, which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, the front half of the book doesn't have that many of them, and then the back half of it, like, really turns it up, I feel like. uh, So here's a couple that I have in front of me. Uh, yippee kaye, get along, little doggies, Uh, demons, dot, 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 because, by the way, every single one of these fucking things has at least one ellipses in it.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, true.
1: that's uh, true. How about Home home on the Range, dot,
0: dot, dot? Yeah, it just seems like the book was very disorganized. It was as though the author didn't really do a lot of editing or anything. You know, it d- doesn't really make a lot of sense. Back to
1: the future in reverse, dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. dot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... A
1: miracle just, worker she was not, dot, 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 dot. 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 <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'll just stop interrupting.
0: And you get an ellipsis, and you get an ellipsis, and everyone gets an ellipsis. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then like towards the end of the book, uh, how does this? I don't know. Like, Zebulon, like we said, is like this. You know, he's trying to play both sides here because he's he's a demon, but he really wants to be a vangel even though he's not a Viking. So this like you know, you know, not not probably not going to happen. But he's been helping out the vangels you know so he's hoping to get rescued uh and like he and nut have this weird moment where jasper's like let me take you to my uh island getaway and then there's like luau music in the background while they make like a nice dinner together and they're wearing shorts and fishing and gardening and it's just like what the fuck like why is this (laughs) happening i what like, they could because have just had Zeb a conversation. Because Zeb was told to
1: get a Sigurdsson, or else, like, his, sh- his shit was done, according to Jasper. So Zeb runs and grabs Nut from 850. He just throws Andrea home, like, just throws her back to, to her normal time. Takes Noot to his, like, little Cuban hideaway for 24 hours to have, like, a little fucking day trip. And then, like, puts him in a force field for 24 hours, but lets him go anyway? So why'd you put the force field up for 24 yeah, hours? Yeah, wait,
0: was it Cuba? I don't know. It was, it was the island. Caribbean
1: or Cuba. It was yeah. one of those.
0: And so they have this like nice little couples vacation, Zeb and Nut. You know, they, they lit, I'm not <laughs> even joking. Like when I was saying they had, they prepared a nice dinner together and fished and wore shorts and flip flops. Like that actually happened. Yeah. It was like two chat or a whole chapter or two of this. And it just felt very strange. I. I just really think that the island vacation was not necessary. Like I <laughs> really
1: don't... not. Yeah. And, and again, and... why if, if, if Zeb was just going to like, let Nut go back, why did he throw up a force field to keep Nut in for 24 hours?
0: Uh, I don't remember. I feel like there might've been a reason for it, but I, I don't recall. But in any case, Zeb gets found out at the end of the book and Satan is torturing him for all eternity. So Zeb gets fucked. Um,
1: and that's how that resolves. And yeah. by the way, it's not like the Lucipiers, like, continue chasing after Nut or something after that. It's just resolved as like, oh, Nut and Andrea are life mates now. The the end. Don't oh. worry about anyone back at his estate. He left one of those guys in charge. It's fine now. He'll remember to tell everyone to hunt, I guess.
0: Yeah. And and like, yeah, like you said, I love how Zeb, like, he kidnaps Nut. And instead of, like, I don't know, killing Andrea or just leaving her there. Yeah. He puts her back in, in Philadelphia and she wakes up in her apartment. And her sister is there and her sister's like, oh, the super let me in. Yeah, because you can just go to some house manager, like some property manager and be like, let me into my sister's apartment. Yeah, they're not going to do that. That's that's not a thing that happens. Yeah,
1: momentarily (laughs) while we're on this little scene here. Like, can I I just talk about like one stupid little like romance novel thing that. Just, you know, it doesn't have to happen. When Andrea gets back and comes finds her in the thing, she's coming out of the shower, of course, and she's, like, completely nude. For just, like, because it has to be sexy for some reason. Because she's
0: a spirit, Because it
1: has to be sexy. Like, Celie no. couldn't have just been, like, eating breakfast or, you know, like, coming in from being out for a second. She no, has to be walking out of the shower a naked. No, she
0: stamp, and she's had every color of hair, and, like, she's just so free. That's why. Anyway. Ugh.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's just a it's a stupid little like romance novel thing. Everything has to yeah. be a little bit sexy, even if the two characters involved don't have any sort of, obviously they're sisters, you would hope. Who knows?
0: Yeah, seriously. Um you know, and so her sister's fine, she's back in Philadelphia and she's like, Oh no. I'm like I can't believe I can't believe I'm here, like, without him and, and she makes a note, she's like She'd been through hell for him, for noot and I'm like, you got time traveled and had to cook a bunch of food. Fuck you. And you got you like have to pretty go good sex shit. too. So like, yeah, honestly... and you got fucked a bunch, like real good in a hot tub. Like, yeah. lady, you got to live as a Viking queen. Like, what I don't understand how this is going through hell for someone. Like, she was never in any danger really, except for the like when they were at the ranch and she thought maybe the demons might get them, but then she got rescued. So it was like she didn't really go through anything significant to. Yeah. I went through
1: a hell of having baked treats that were homemade and having a bunch of sex yeah. and also being treated like a princess by vikings
0: Yep, it was um, the so worst experience of my life she um I don't know for some reason she can't I don't know her like wallet got left in 850 or something <laughs> yeah. so she can't access her money apparently she can't walk to a bank I don't know Um, yeah. and she's like oh thank god my dad gave me this $200 check for my birthday thanks daddy and I was just like "Oh, I hate this and, and then she was like well I don't have an ID to cash the check but then somehow she does I don't remember how
1: cause um, she it was like her boss will give it to oh, her oh yeah or something like you're giving your boss a check made out to you so they're giving you like an early paycheck but then what does know. the boss do with that I, check I thought, that they can't do anything with
0: well you can sign a check over to somebody that's a thing but anyway oh, right.
1: yeah, I forgot anyway
0: she's like I have to Find noot or or yeah i have to help him so she's like well i know his brother has a literal castle in transylvania pennsylvania of course um and so she says i did a google for transylvania pennsylvania <laughs> castle um and she gets in her car and drives to uh the castle and i don't know somehow all the other vangels like know about her and she gets let in and like Everyone's there, and like, Nud is there. Oh boy, looks like he figured out how to time travel back correctly. Uh, even though so now I can get
1: that cool vampire Viking Yeah.
0: yeah. So then they're like, "So, Michael, got another one for you. We're life mates too." And Michael's like, "God damn it, you fucking Vikings and your goddamn marriages!" Ah. Um, I don't know. He's like mad for a, a second, and then like, I don't know. She's hanging out in this castle or whatever, you know, this Viking vampire castle in Transylvania, Pennsylvania. With and Lizzie Borden the cook. I was just going to say, and then she goes to the kitchen, and my last note is, I'm Lizzie Borden, LMAO, because I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, get out of here. Ugh. Um.
1: And that's yeah. pretty much how it wraps up, right? Just Yeah, like-
0: well, and that and Zebulon getting tortured for all eternity by Satan for betraying him. Uh, but I think that then segues into another book, right?
1: Yeah, it's supposed like the Zebulun book, because this is this book in a series about all seven of those brothers. And I guess we chose the very last one, which you would think would be more dramatic or something if it's a series. Like, wouldn't this be like the build up point?
0: Yeah, this doesn't but, no. seem like the last book. That's why I was so confused when I was like, This is book seven? What how? It nothing yeah, like you said, nothing is wrapped up. I mean, I assume she was just doing that so she could continue churning out these shitty books and like make more money off of them. Um but who knows? Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, my verdict is: don't read this book. Do not read it. It is this not is worth like your time. One
1: of the worst ones. I I, would yeah. Like... I
0: don't care if you like Vikings. If you like romance books, this is not for you. Don't read it. It's a waste of your precious several hours that it would I take would you to read
1: it. Rather read Midnight Sins again.
0: Oh, I, I don't know, Chris. I don't know about that. I don't. I know I I hate to say it, but I'd rather read this than Midnight Sins. <laughs> Probably because I'm, like, a, a all right. like Scandinavian weeb, uh, but that's just <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> a weeb. V- uh, a weeb, v- 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a weeb. V- <laughs> I, I suck your lingonberries. Uh, oh. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, right, I mean. Well,
1: that's, that's all I have to say about oh, this book as well.
0: No, I have one more thing. I forgot okay. at the beginning. Give us the cherry on top, Paris. Um, Sandra Hill, the author, Sandra Hill, whatever. She has a dedication. I'm going to read this. This book is dedicated to my grandsons, Jefferson Hill and Max Casper Hill, who are, like me, descendants of that 10th century Norseman Rolo or Rolf the Ganger, first Duke of Norsemandy, which later became Normandy. What's not to love about a Viking? Especially a Viking with a sense of humor, which they both have. I can't wait to see what they'll become when they grow up and go, a Viking. She Ugh. thinks she's a Viking. She thinks her and her that's sons are descended that's, that's, from Vikings.
1: Ugh! That's what this is. Oh, I'm she so like built a whole identity around being like 10th Norse or something.
0: You know, and, and you'd think she'd know more about this shit than you think she wouldn't have these linguistic problems <laughs> that I'm pretty sure she has. Ugh. Again, please correct uh, me if no, I'm wrong. She has
1: a Viking helmet that she bought at the Ren Faire Paris. So, yeah. you know, cultured.
0: But anyway yeah, don't, don't fucking read this. Um, I don't think, I don't think I have any in the notes. Um, so I guess that, uh, that concludes our review of The Angel War Fangs, uh, by Sandra Hill. Don't read it. Uh, so, uh, at this point, we would just like to thank our patrons, Dari, Greg, Veronica, and Will. Thank you so much for your support. With your support, we have recently reached our first Patreon goal. We are indebted to you. Um and as yeah. such we are we are uh as as <laughs> such, we are actually paying one of our debts on the next episode. Ooh. So for episode 41, we are reading Veronica's choice of book. Uh so we'll be re- we're doing our patron's choice, so Veronica, we'll read your book for next time. Um the next few books um we have We've got some, uh, we got some spooky books set up for October. So yeah, it's, um, it's,
1: it's spooky time. So it's time to get all scary, spooky. Yeah. Monster mashing.
0: Right. So uh, we're going to read Veronica's book for uh, the first episode in October. Hers isn't spooky. Uh, but then the following two in October will be spooky uh, because of the way that our uh, release schedule is. And just the way October is laid out this year, you're actually getting three episodes in October. So, woohoo!
1: wow, we yeah. look at us putting all this. I, we've this is the 40th episode, Paris. We've read 40 books for this show
0: i mean i've read 42 at this point like oh
1: yeah excuse me i'm behind
0: yeah i sorry i've been on like a crazy reading tear like regular books and terrible books i just i can't stop myself lately that's Um, good
1: that that's better than my tear recently of uh I, I, the past week for me has been a lot of editing drum patterns and stuff like that, that my drummer came and laid down. It, it wasn't that bad. Like he gave me like the human velocity data, but having to cut together all these takes and nudge them slightly to get them timed exactly where I want them is like, it's fun to do, but also is very tedious and my brain is melting.
0: Yeah, that sounds incredibly tedious. Um, I Let's see, the book I'm reading right now for fun is uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Uh, I think I've talked about wanting to read that before. I finally got it from the library. It's a, uh, it's kind of a dry biscuit at this point, but I'm only seven <laughs> percent through, so um, yeah. But I, I, I have faith that it'll get better because I watched the whole uh, like seven episode like miniseries, and it was awesome. So I really hope that that comes through in the writing uh, as it goes on. Uh, so. Lastly, I uh, just want to remind you that we have a Patreon. We, we are on Twitter. Uh, I tend to lurk on uh, some podcasting and book forums on Reddit, so you might find me there. We have a Facebook. Um, and please make sure you leave us an iTunes review. Uh, that just tends to generally be where people uh, check reviews, and iTunes is where most people um, follow and listen to podcasts. So it'll really help out the show if you give us a good review, or honestly, just give us an honest review. Like, you know, five stars yeah. is, is great and preferable. We're, I but am like,
1: wide open to how can we make this more enjoyable for anyone that yeah. spends their time listening to our voices
0: yeah and uh if you're in any like podcasting groups or any book groups or you just have some book nerd friends who you think might like the show please just tell tell us uh, tell them about us rather uh word of mouth is um is really the way that i tend to listen to uh, like new ugh, uh, the way i tend to discover new podcasts unlike discovering how to use my mouth to speak english um <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah so i think i think that's it for this one chris do you have anything uh,
1: else well yeah one last thing for me uh, while we're on the subject of criticism uh if If you have any audio quality questions comments concerns feel free to talk about that too because i try my best to make things sound better and better and do a better job try to edit more get fancy new plugins to make a sound neater or whatever um so anything on that front is super welcome if you have a problem or something that's been annoying you for like 40 episodes maybe i can finally fix it if you let me know what's up but other (laughs) than that i don't really have much else to say
0: yeah um hint chris just got a new plugin that he's very excited about that's probably why he's asking (laughs) um but uh yeah i mean i mean if yeah if if i'm doing something really annoying with my face that i'm not noticing please tell me or you know, know if i don't know there are some other issues let us know uh yeah i think i think that's it so uh without further ado thank you all and uh until next book
1: see you later paris bye chris